You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Victory Tuesdays are fun. At the beginning of this year, I remember making a prediction that there's going to be a funky uh, Super Bowl contender or champion, one or the other. We're heading in that direction because football is nuts this year. It just, none of it makes sense. If you're a Cowboy fan, it doesn't make sense. If you're an Eagle fan, it doesn't make sense. If you're a Buccaneer fan, it does not make sense because eight weeks ago, nobody would have bet on the Buccaneers. Nobody. And I was saying things like, well, what are we, what are we suiting up for? I mean, what are we trying to get accomplished? What are we trying to look like? What are we? I can answer all those questions now, every single one. We're a team that runs the ball efficiently. We're a team that gets after the passer. We're a team that uh, uh, makes things happen defensively. We're a defense that has the ability to shut an offense down and make them look terrible. The Eagles, I don't know what percentage was the Bucs and what percentage was the Eagles. There was a certain percentage was the Eagles yesterday. They look heartless. They just didn't look like, it looked like it was cold. It looked like the Bucks were playing in 75-degree weather and the Eagles were playing in 15-degree weather. They were running around like their hands were in their, in their pants. I didn't, it didn't look right to me. Something's not right with Philadelphia, that's for sure. And I, I hate when they, they ask for coaches' heads a year after he's in the Super Bowl. I hate it, but something looks a little different out there. And we're going to get to Todd Bowles later because y'all shouldn't even been bitching and moaning about Todd Bowles before the game. Okay, I'm just telling you that. Because Todd Bowles has done some things throughout his tenure that nobody else has ever done. And that's crap he did yesterday to the Philadelphia Eagles. He Todd Bowles did that. Todd Bowles did that. And he's figured out this team. He's figured out what we do well. He's figured out which players do certain things well. And Canales is doing the same thing. So it's going to be a funky year. If you started off a Baker fan, good for you. Because you're 100% right. If you started off with your Baker hater, I would hope that you jumped on board. I wasn't a Baker hater, but I didn't love it, okay? But it gets to a point where it doesn't matter what your opinion is. If it, it doesn't matter if you like Baker or not. It doesn't matter. Baker's really playing really well. Yesterday, Baker was the best player on the football field on both sides of the ball. There you go. Period. He had 340 yards passing right around there. I don't know if there wasn't 90 yards of drops. I'm not sure. And if you, there's little things that I watch in a, on a football team, on the football field that stick out to me. And maybe other people don't watch it as much because I having been in the huddle, I know kind of what's important. I like when people say, this guy's a leader and I'm watching player and I go, I don't see it. I'll use a great example, Russell Wilson. Everybody always talked about Russell Wilson being a leader. I don't think I ever saw it. I saw a good football player, but you don't nece- you're not necessarily a leader if you're a good football player. That's a fact. I don't care what position you play. I'm going to say this about Baker Mayfield, okay? I'm watching in between snaps, and I'm watching huddles, and I'm watching the way he conducts himself, and I'm watching the way his players play for him. And not not there's not too many players that are strong enough for people to play for him. And I'm going to say this. The most telling thing that had happened yesterday for me is when Fletcher Cox got a sack 
and laid on Baker Mayfield, and four Buccaneer linemen were in his face within one half a second. That means a lot to me, okay? That's football to me. I, I wouldn't even give a crap if somebody swung on him and took a penalty. That's what football is about. And they don't have to do that. That's Baker Mayfield doing that. That's their brother. And I'm watching, I'm hearing the way Baker Mayfield's dealing with his teammates, sitting down with the defensive players. It's never really about him. It's about his teammates. And anybody can say anything. I know that. But the way you conduct yourself, the way he pulls himself off the ground and doesn't complain, that goes a long way, all right? I would like to play with Baker Mayfield. A tough son of a bitch. I love that. And I see the, I see the linemen see that as well. So doesn't matter anymore if you like Baker Mayfield. If you're a Buccaneer fan, if you're a Buccaneer fan, you say you're a Buccaneer fan, it's time to flip the switch and start cheering for Baker Mayfield. Here's another switch. Can you start cheering for our head coach, please? It made me sick to my stomach that we're in a playoff game in a year that we thought we were going to be coming last. We're in a playoff game, and everybody's talking about if Todd Bowles loses, if Todd Bowles. That's what I heard all week long on sports radio. If Todd Bowles loses, if he loses, what about, what about embracing what we're getting accomplished? Forget about that. You think if Todd Bowles lost yesterday, he deserved to lose his, his, his job? Why? Because he overachieved this year? You can't tell me Todd Bowles didn't overachieve this year. No way. No way. That team out there looks, that Buccaneer team yesterday looked as good as any other team this, this week. All right? Any other team. They're going to Detroit. Oh, well, did you see what Detroit did to us last time? Did you see what the Eagles did to us last time? Did you? Playing a team for the second time is never the same. Never. Okay, there's adjustments. And obviously you've seen that Todd Bowles and Dave Canales are able to make adjustments. Well, all right? Dave Canales is making money. Baker Mayfield's making lots of money. Facts. If the Bucks don't sign him, he's going to be somewhere next year making a lot of money. He's, he's doing that, okay? Because not only, and as we move forward, my mentality towards Baker and Mike Evans and Levante Dave and a couple other players is changing. Because at the beginning of this year, you know, I was my mentality was, well, we got a $4 million quarterback. It's probably not going to be a great year. We're going to struggle. Why would Mike Evans want to come back? Why would Mike Evans want to leave now? And if you're Baker Mayfield, say the Buccaneers lose against the Lions, okay? And I'm going to tell you what. I think they got a good chance to beat the Lions. I really do. Say they lose against the Lions. Why would Baker Mayfield want to leave a team that the whole fan base loves him? And that's a fact. I mean, you're starting to see the Baker Mayfield jerseys. The fan base loves him. You could go somewhere else and they might not love you. That's facts. There's some good baseball players, football players, basketball players that go to different teams and the fan base doesn't, doesn't love them. Tino Martinez went to the, the Cardinals and they, they didn't like him. So sometimes it's not about chasing the money. It's about staying where you're comfortable. Baker Mayfield, you think Baker Mayfield wants to learn another system again? Why? He's getting comfortable. And if you look at this season, this season is eerie similar to, you know, eerily similar to that Tom Brady year where the Bucs won the Super Bowl. Because offensively, we, we, now we didn't impress anybody at the beginning of the year. And then as we went, 
We're starting to progress a little bit and know the offense. And yesterday, what I saw was a quarterback in Baker Mayfield and a play caller in Canales that up 16 in the fourth quarter were slanging that thing. They were throwing it. But I tell you what, I, I have the utmost respect for that. Everybody, I was like, "Wow, they're not even going to try to run the ball. They just, they, it does. They just, they're just confident right now. They are confident." And we had, we went in a game where Baker Mayfield had almost 340 yards passing, and Evans and Godwin didn't really go off. All the other, everybody else was got got theirs. David Moore had a couple of big plays this year, but out of nowhere. Okay, Palmer's doing his thing. I said about three weeks ago that Otten is starting to win me over. And Kate Otten has won me over. He's won me over. He can play. And he's starting to become that confident dude. Sometimes it's not about your ability. It's about how you understand defenses and how you read defenses. And clearly right now with all the targets he got yesterday, he's doing a better job of reading, reading defenses. Now, the Eagles couldn't tackle at all. That was one of the worst tackling games I've ever seen in, 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 in history. It just looked bad. The Eagles, it just looked like they packed up their vans already and they're ready to get out of there. It's it's sad. And, and Sirianni had to be looking at everybody like, what the hell is going on here? What like I don't I don't get it. I mean, this team was, it was a, you gotta feel they have a championship mentality. They didn't look at they didn't look like it yesterday. They they really didn't. And I have to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, too. Do you see them? Now, the Dallas Cowboys, okay, the whole year I'm like, that's a good football team. And this is what's wonderful about the whole thing. Dallas Cowboy fans are the loudest fans on the planet, all right? Wait till you see this is the year. Boy, I tell you what. Next year, y'all going to hear it because nobody's going to want to hear your crap next year. But it was the same as last year. Boy, they didn't play at all. The Eagles didn't play at all. The Cowboys and Eagles didn't play at all in their in a playoff game. At all. They didn't even fight. The Cowboys look like they laid down. The Eagles look like they laid down, straight up. And the Buccaneers are out there. And Jason Light looks like all of a sudden a genius for Zion McCollum and 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 Cansey. You know, everything going on at Canales. Everything. He looks like a genius. Baker Mayfield. Everybody knows how critical I was on Gerald McCoy way back in the day because I didn't think he was as nearly as good as everybody thought he was, okay? I still think he deserves to be in, in the ring of honor. Kalijah Kansi yesterday played better than Gerald McCoy ever played in a single game. I'm just go look it up. And I'm not ta- I didn't even look at his statistics. I don't give a rat's ass about his statistics. I don't care. He affected the game more than Gerald McCoy ever did in the history of his whole play here in Tampa Bay. I'm just telling you. Kansi is learning uh, quickly. I spent a little time with Warren Sapp last week uh, on uh, Beckles, uh, on uh, Brooks and Beckles. We got a chance to uh, interview him. He came by a Dignitary Cafe for a bit. This kid's not Warren Sapp. He's got a great get-off, and he, he's wiry, and he's figuring it out. Warren Sapp. Wasn't that great his rookie year? He wasn't. He wasn't as good as Kalaji Kansi. Ask him. Warren, Warren always say, I, I was one of the very few people on this planet to ever put my hands on him because I got the chance to block him in his rookie year and nobody ever blocked him after that. That's true. That is true. 
I blocked him a little bit in practice, but uh, after that, it wasn't it wasn't happening too much. Elijah Kansi is huge right now. All right, Yaya Diaby. These are all guys you bring in, and they're all overachieving. I asked about five games into the season, six, seven games into the season, who is overachieving, and we didn't say anybody. Now I can say who's underachieving. There's a lot of people out there doing their thing. It wasn't perfect. There was too many drops. Uh, Cody Malk got ate up a little bit by Fletch, uh, Fletcher Cox, but you know why he got ate up by Fletcher Cox? Because Fletcher Cox is a son of a bitch. That's why. And I've been there, and I've done that. There's sometimes where a son of a bitch and a three technique when you got a one on one is going to eat you up. That's that's sometimes the laws of physics don't play into your into the offensive lineman's side. But I'm not going to sit here and complain about what the offensive line did. All they did was fight all game long, all game long. Now the Lions are a different bird than the Eagles. The Eagles. I didn't think it was a very disciplined football team. The Lions are a disciplined, hard-nosed football team. They're beatable. They're beatable. There's not a team left in the playoffs that's not beatable anymore. And the Buccaneers are playing as well as anybody else at this moment. That's And that's real. Buccaneers have beaten the last, I think the last four, dog, four times they've been underdogs, they've won the game. And so why do I think the Bucs who win the game? Last week, I would have said, why do you think the Bucs could win the game? I just thought the Bucs were playing better than the Eagles at the time. And why do I think this week the Bucs are, 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 have a chance to win the game? Because the people that are game planning are doing a fantastic job. And Todd Bowles is a problem schematically. He lined up six rushers yesterday. I don't. I've very rarely seen that in my career. I, I I looked and I go one two three four five six, and it's nickel, and there's six rushers, and they're all coming. How many offensive linemen are there? Five. They're just telling you, and they and they played a soft coverage and they attacked. They just told Jalen Hurts, "You got to get that ball out," and it worked all game long, and they could not figure it out. I mean. Remember this: the next time there's a little, there's another ebbs and flows in the season, you know, and you want Todd Bowles out. Remember what he did to Philadelphia. Remember what he did to Carolina. Remember what he did to the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. People start to forget that. You're forgetting that he was a defensive coordinator. So, you know, maybe we should be uh, showing a little bit love, more love to Todd Bowles out there. I appreciate what he does, and I appreciate what he's doing right now because my Buccaneers are still in it. We still have a chance, and it's not crazy anymore to go to Detroit. And it wouldn't be crazy for Green Bay to beat San Francisco, and then we come back home and have another home game. I'll take any. I'll, I'll take any other game. But listen, for us to be here right now, there's a lot of people in that organization to get A pluses, and that wasn't that way eight weeks ago. It's definitely a lot of A pluses ups and up, up and down. Anybody, anybody wants to hit me up, I'm uh, definitely out there with some other podcasts, Brooks and Beckles. Uh, my uh, Instagram is Ian underscore Beckles. And uh, come over here by the Dignitary Cafe and watch the game with us uh, on Sunday. It's at 3 o'clock. And uh, if you're a Lions fan, uh, you're invited anyways. we got a nice big screen for you to watch. Everybody have a wonderful week. And let's celebrate, man. This is beautiful. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.